Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that nobody wins a misery contest. If you are going to suffer in life, make sure it's for a good reason. If it's not for a good reason, see if you can find a way to make it better. My guess is that you have more resources available than you think. My children have not had a great relationship with sleep over the years. My fifth child's crib is currently in the master bedroom closet because, well, with five kids, they don't all get their own rooms. The crib is on a bit of carpet in the corner, but there's no furniture because, well, it's a closet. And so when the baby would be up in the middle of the night over the past year, I'd go feed him or hold him and sit on the floor. Now, being a 40-something mother, I am not as sprightly as I was as a 20-something mother, and sitting on the floor in the dark, in the cold, in the middle of the night, has been unpleasant. And I was feeling pretty bad for myself. It was only after months of this that I had a thought. I could get a chair. Yes, a chair. I could put a chair in the closet so I could sit on the chair to feed the baby or hold him. Now, I am a fairly frugal person, so I didn't actually go out and buy a rocking chair, but I did move an extra chair we had up to the closet. I still don't like waking up in the middle of the night, but at least it's less physically painful. We can all ponder what was going on in my head that I didn't think about an obvious way to ease my misery. I blame sleep deprivation. But if you think about it, you may have blind spots too. So it goes. Sometimes we have to think about things for a while. But the more pernicious problem, as I have learned over years of studying how people spend their time, is not the misery itself. It is that sometimes we become attached to our narratives of misery. They become part of our identity. You know how this goes. I'm so hardworking that of course I don't have time for hobbies. Or I don't have hobbies because that's what happens when you have kids and I'm such a dedicated parent. Or I can't start a business, I have a mortgage, I'm a serious person. Or I shouldn't expect to like my job, that's why they call it work. Or I have to spend all my time cooking and cleaning, so of course I don't have any time for fun, that's just what's expected of me. Sometimes people's conversations turn into a competition over whose life is more miserable, whose spouse did something more thoughtless, whose kids are more ungrateful, whose boss is more domineering. But here's the thing. No one wins in the Misery Olympics. The real prize is in not taking part. If something is making you miserable, instead of wallowing in the misery or clinging to the misery as part of your identity, figure out what you can do to make it less terrible. Often small steps can make a difference. If you hate your boss, you don't have to quit your job. Maybe you could volunteer for a project that has you working in a different department and with a different supervisor two days per week. If your spouse is not pulling his or her share of the load on something, well, ask for help with something specific. The person might refuse, in which case you can then act on that realization. But there is a pretty good chance that the person you married isn't actively trying to make your life miserable. 
it is hard to see things outside our immediate daily routines. So don't suffer. Ask for what you want. Now, there are sometimes reasons we voluntarily take on suffering. I know that many people listening to this podcast have lived through the misery of early pregnancy many times. It's worth it for the wonderful new people we bring into this world. We can all be grateful for people who do dangerous but necessary jobs, or who put themselves in harm's way for others. I am thankful that emergency responders will go out in the cold in the middle of the night in order to help people. But if I'm up in the cold in the middle of the night, well, there's no benefit in me sitting on the ground versus me having a chair. There is no point in suffering when there's no good reason for that suffering. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.